0: Ohs everybody know what time it is. School time. <sighs> That's right. It's grunt work.
1: I think we've done that one before.
0: So what? We fix cars. So what? We clear pipes. We're just having fun. We love Tim's chili. So what? We take cakes. That's how it's supposed to be. Living young and wild and free on Gruntwork, the only podcast about the TV series Home Improvement that's totally happy to let you borrow its notes if you didn't do the reading. I'm your host, (laughs) Truman, the sitting in the front row answering every one of the professor's questions man caps. And with me as always is Landon, the paying his tuition by hustling freshman at Hacky Sack man Solano. Um, and Landon, how often yeah. did you invite your professors out to have pizza with you in college? Was it was it like oh. twice a week, like all the rest
1: of us, or was it was it less often than that? Truman, we are going to get into it on this episode of Woo! Work. Woo-hoo! I love it. I love it when you tell us we're going to get into it. Most weeks we don't get into it. We don't. But this yeah. week we are. We are getting this all the way in. So in to it. Um. Yes, uh, with college professors, uh, not as often. Although I would, I would say there's there was a fair bit of socialization just because it was the theater program. So mm, true, inherently, true. you know, there's going to be celebratory dinners and stuff after mm-hmm. a, a show, massage uh, massage chains and things like that. <laughs>
0: Um. What? Yeah, you know that was it. like I all the theater kids at my high school did like everyone would get in a line and they'd all massage each other and then they they'd like all turn the other and way.
1: It's just rubbing each other's shoulders. The instructor was a part of that. Truman. Well, no. I think
0: we need to have a conversation. <laughs> no, he said it was. He said it was normal. It was totally fine. And he, he you know, the pit orchestra got to take part too. Um, <laughs> it loosens you up before a show. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and after a show. Well, I you know, when I was asking how often you went out with your professors, I was simply yeah. being facetious because that was a thing that never even entered into my calculus. But I guess a theater <laughs> okay. program
1: maybe you, you get a little you get a little closer with folks. A little bit. Um I- High school is a different question, though. <laughs> well,
0: okay, no. The, the instructors were never taking part in the, in the massage chains in the high school theater program, which, again, I was not a <laughs> member of. It was just I would see them. It would all be – all yeah. the kids would line up, and they'd all be rubbing each other's shoulders, and then they would turn around, and then they'd all rub the opposite – way oh so that the person who was on the end didn't get it and was there a <laughs> lot of weird sexual energy to my high school's theater department or nay to every high school's theater department yes and college that... for that matter okay are theater people naturally imbued with a certain weird sexual energy of course
1: they are maybe that's why you majored in theater i don't know landon i didn't know you back then <laughs> uh is that why i'm i'm deeply considering getting back into theater when things open back up maybe i mean look it's a way it's a way to meet people it's a way
0: to uh you know it's a way to get that massage back if nothing else i mean otherwise <laughs> you're God. you're paying out of your own pocket for massages that shit adds up over time but you join a yeah. community theater group you get the massage chain you're in <laughs> um don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I, I think I think we just go into the Patreon information and then uh, hang okay. up
1: the mics because uh, we've we've gotten into it and, <laughs> and now we, we need did to get an, out. We did an episode. I I'll have a story for later on, but um, yeah. I, I have something I wanted to bring up real quick. It's a little bring it up. It's gonna seem a little unrelated, but I'm gonna tie it into home improvement. I swear. Okay. Okay. I okay. I I'm I'm excited to hear it. I have mentioned before. Uh, if not i'm sure you can imagine the type of person i am um (laughs) of not uh if i'm not using a subscription service i i unsubscribe i'm not someone who just keeps subscribing services going and going and going so especially stuff like the disney plus hulu bundle which is like 20 bucks a month if you don't want ads so i'm like Mm -hmm. i can't justify having that and other streaming services in my life so i i just kind of circle it around um one month at a time and catching up on things okay so all of that to say that uh my hulu subscription ended recently so my continuing watch of x files has been put on pause until the oh, next no. time I, I get it oh no. but something interesting kind of came into my life that yeah. I, I i did twice since our last recording. Um, have you heard of Pluto TV? And I swear this isn't oh. an advertisement. I'm not. Ad. You know this isn't hidden. You know content. You know uh, sponsorships. I am
0: I. Have I heard of Pluto TV? Am I obsessed with Pluto TV? Do I have it downloaded
1: <laughs> on every streaming device in my house? Again, <laughs> it is not an ad. They are not paying us. Uh, although we will take your money, Pluto TV, if you want us to. <laughs>
0: Yeah, seriously. It's the best source of mystery science theater streaming on on the internet. Oh, that's true. I'd forgotten
1: about that. Yeah. Okay, so clearly you've heard of it. Yes. But they have a a channel and uh, on-demand section of a lot of uh, otherwise hard-to-find TV shows. Mm -hmm. And sitcoms in particular. One thing that I did this week... It entered my head after last week's episode, uh, or a couple weeks in a row. I don't know. We had that that question of what was going on in sitcoms at the time that yeah. might bring up you know these sorts of uh, topics on home improvement. Mm-hmm. And I I thought, hey, you know that that idea was bouncing around my head, and I'm like, I'm gonna curate a little pseudo ABC Tuesday night lineup for myself, and just see what it felt like to watch. For three or four of these sitcoms in a row, the way that Ooh. I did back in you know nineteen ninety eight. That's an and interesting experiment. It 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 Truman. God damn it! It was. Yeah. <laughs> are,
0: are you are you wait? Do you have an insatiable urge to buy a pog now or something like that?
1: <laughs> N- no. Um, are, are you it, voting for Ross Perot? Oh dear Lord, no. Uh, I it it was nostalgic in a way that the show has, hasn't has been, like, approaching it on its own. Like, mm-hmm. it really, really brought me back to a place in time. The show has done that, but, like, not this is where I was sitting and where my mom was sitting and the lighting in the room. Like, I mean, it transported me. Whoa. Uh, because there, there are commercial breaks and everything, too, so... Mm-hmm. Um, it just the the entire thing was just like this is what it was like to sit on a Tuesday night from eight p.m. to ten p.m. I put on Spin City, I put okay. on uh, I didn't put on Home Improvement, I should have. N- no, um, no,
0: you shouldn't have, Landon. That that is <laughs> when you're off the clock. I expect you to not be watching Home Improvement. <laughs> but w- how uh,
1: that would have just completed the experience, though. If I okay had. when we when we're done with the podcast, then you can watch Home Improvement. For fun. Okay, all right. <laughs> Even you older whatever episodes you I can't go
0: watch. I mean, oh, I mean, it, yeah, Landon, good. No, you can watch all the season three Home Improvement episodes. Okay, great. That we didn't Thank even want to watch at the time, <laughs> as you want now on your free time.
1: Go, go on, go on. Anyway, I I I put uh, for two different nights. I did this, and it it was a really interesting experiment because I also wanted to see how other sitcoms wrote and how other performers you know acted to see if it's like are we in such a home improvement bubble that uh, (laughs) we've forgotten what other sitcoms in 1998 were like especially ones on the same network in the you know similar time slots yeah or you know is this indicative of where we were in 1998 yeah and I this is gonna sound kind of weird Oh. started to see the exceptionalism of Home Improvement.
0: Wow.
1: Not not in that the other shows were bad. Like, Spin City is... I, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed what I watched. Like, mm-hmm. I ex, I kind of expected going back to that and going, oh, a show about politics in 1998, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> inner office sexual chemistry and dynamics going on. I don't know how much I'm going to respond to this. It's very much its own thing, Um, but there is something about Home Improvement that it's – I don't know if it's that we're just seven seasons in and everything's running on such a finely tuned motor now, but in terms of the characters and the dynamics between – there's just something – the X factor, I guess it is, that I can't quite put my finger on that just makes me drawn to Home Improvement in that, that block of four sitcoms. Maybe it's that Karn factor,
0: that K factor, really? Could the letter be, K, could K be. kind be. of looks well, like. Well, I it, don't like know.
1: Spin City had Richard Kind, and it was uh, on at the same exact time. <laughs> it, it it also had that 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 B factor, by which I mean Barry Bostwick. Am I right, folks? Brad <laughs> Majors. Yeah, but, um, he, he was actually really funny on the show, but this nope, isn't the Spin City podcast. Or or that or that F factor, for that matter. I mean, Michael J. Fox, the of Fox. course. Yeah, uh, that's the J
0: factor. The J- <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't even know my I can't even tell my factors apart. I don't even I don't know a I don't know a fear factor from yeah. uh from any other type of factor. Uh well, that's you know, look, that that is one thing I will say just programmatically for for Pluto TV. What I love yep. about their Mystery Science Theater channel where you just go and they're always showing Mystery Science Theater is they've done the work of lining up their commercials with the commercial breaks in right, the show. Right. It's not just dropped in algorithmically. They have lined it up with when the show... So it feels... it That transports me a little bit to just like, oh, this is when there would be a commercial, and now right. there's actually a commercial, albeit it's for, like, it, you know, like, organic dog food now instead <laughs> right. of cigarettes or whatever right. they were selling me in the 90s right. when I watched it. Um, are you able to actually build the lineup where it just it goes no. straight from Spin City into Roseanne or whatever?
1: Or it's... Or you well, have actually, to, like... Here's something I, I also realized because I was kinda curious if I could build the actual block out. A, they don't have home improvement on Pluto TV, so you can't mm-hmm. you'd have to like switch services and stuff. But also, I forgot that Roseanne ended by this point. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um well let me let me double check on that. They I wanna say that they were over this point where we are in home improvement, Roseanne had ended at the end of the previous season. Oh, Um, man. (laughs) uh, The end of it was, uh, yeah, May 20th, 1997. Mm. So Mm. uh, ended at the end of what would be season six of Home Improvement. Wow. Home Improvement,
0: outliving Roseanne. That's not a surprise. That information was publicly accessible this whole time. But I'm only
1: (laughs) absorbing it now, and it's wild. Well, and then uh, I think at the end of this season, so this is, well, worth mentioning, because This was a very pivotal moment for me. So at the end of this season of Home Improvement, Seinfeld ends. Mm, mm -hmm. So Roseanne, Seinfeld, and Home Improvement were my mainstays of television. And once Roseanne goes off in 97, Seinfeld in 98, and Home Improvement in 99, that basically ended my television watching on a consistent basis. Oh, my God. I didn't really come back until The Office.
0: Oh, my. Oh, shit. This is the... Okay, yeah, and this is interesting, this is your origin story, you became a movie guy, and then I, <laughs> yeah. I was already enmeshed as a sitcom guy, wow, okay, alright, alright, so we're basically reliving the last years of you being a regular TV watcher yes. until yes. iTunes was a
1: thing. <laughs> yeah Maybe, well as far as sitcoms go it was definitely The Office The Lost might have got me in a little bit before The Office but that's neither yeah. there I, I consider it The Office and Lost to be sh- shit that was happening at the exact same time so even if there was is, yeah.
0: some gap like just it's the same <laughs> kind of TV it's yes. a, any TV that, that had a passionate internet fan base and <laughs> I mean, okay, Mystery Science Theater 3000 had a passionate Usenet fan base, but it's a different there situation. Go. <laughs> um, they,
1: they got their own internet.
0: Yes. Yeah. They, yes. Their own private series of tubes just for them. Well, that's cool. I have one quick thing. Yeah. Uh, unless your thing has more things to it. I don't want to
1: cut off your things. No. Well, listen.
0: <laughs> oh, well, there's, I, a, no.
1: there's a eunuch joke in there that I'm not going to make.
0: No, there's not. Look, no matter how you take that, no matter how you take that uh, that, that comment that I made, under no circumstances do I want to cut off any of Landon's things, either hypothetically or literally, uh, or Thank figuratively you. for that matter. I have been watching a show on Apple TV Plus called For All Mankind. It's a great show. Oh, yeah. It's an alternate history series about the space program in the 1960s and 70s, which is... My shit made by the people who made Battlestar Galactica, the new version, which is also my shit. That was kind of the show that (laughs) radicalized me into loving television as much as I do. Um, There's an episode... In the first season where, spoiler alert, there's a, a a moon base in the mid-70s. America in this alternate history has a 70s moon base, and there's three astronauts stationed there. And the only thing they have to do for entertainment is watch the same six episodes of the Bob Newhart show that NASA has sent them <laughs> on big, clunky Betamax tapes.
2: Great. And
0: they're watching one of the episodes for the 10 millionth time. And yep. one of the astronauts is watching it and there's like some, you know, some actors come in and is talking to Bob Newhart. And he's saying like, that guy looks really familiar to me. Who is that guy? And the other astronaut goes, oh, that's this guy's name. He's a really popular character actor. He was on this show and this show and this show and this show. <laughs> and, you know, this astronaut goes on to explain about how she would watch TV all day while her mom cleaned people's houses. But yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to that part of the show. I was just thinking about how uh, this... In this alternate history, grunt work basically exists on the moon,
1: uh, <laughs> in, in the seventies. <laughs> that character actor could quite well have been Peter Bonner's. Oh yeah, he did do shit on. He was on, a, he was a, a recurring character on. Ne- ne- he had a title card on ne- uh, Newhart. Okay, this guy, this guy, what like the the caliber
0: of character who they're reacting to in this scene is not a title card worthy guy. Okay, all right, but all right. um, that it's okay. Still, if that was. Also, I would have if if the character had said that's Peter Bonner's, I would have flipped the table, and I would have I would have been hooting and hollering for days about that. Um <laughs> Anyway,
1: that that's all I have now. As okay. we enter hour three of the of the intro to our podcast, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, in fact, this is the point at which we play our new game, which you've already oh. won once before. Yes. Um, <laughs> secret password to Pee Wee's Playhouse is what the yeah. <laughs> title of it is called now. Uh, where I have chosen a secret word for you to say at any point during this episode, and if you do, our patrons over at patreon.com slash gruntworkpod will get a free month of patreon a so free month that's an entire 28 month. to 31 days of free <laughs> bonus gruntwork content
0: yes <laughs> if it's listen if you win for february
1: you got screwed we got you know we we come out yeah, that, ahead on that's that that's what one. happened last one. so yeah we paused february <laughs> so oh that was the first one you won
0: suckers shortest <laughs> month
1: Uh, I think it all works out to be about the same, though. So um, if you want to get in on this game, you can go over to patreon.com slash gruntworkpod and become an official grunt head uh, to reap these benefits. Otherwise, you can just enjoy us playing this uh, game. So, Truman, I'm going to mute myself so you can't hear me, and I'm going to tell our listeners what our secret word is for this week. Do it. Okay, Truman, you are muted. Okay, keeping it. Short this week. This week's <laughs> week's word, uh, in keeping with the education college theme, is lyceum. 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 Okay. Hello, Sherman. Hey, Landon.
0: I I don't know. I mean, I say it every week, but I just wish people could know the peace that I feel in these moments of just pure <laughs> silence. Well, I'm sitting here alone. No one's waiting expecting to, anything of you. <laughs> waiting to keep. It's it's honestly, it's honestly, it's no like no obligations. A, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've made the sensory deprivation tank joke before, but it really <laughs> is that. Just you know, throw it, throw a
1: washcloth over my face. I'm not present in this moment. I I, I picture you just like a, a, a switches flipped on you like a a robot. Your eyes just go vacant until your name is called again. It's it's like putting your computer into sleep mode, and then you start talking to me
0: again, and it takes me a few seconds to get my screen back on. But no Perfect. one can tell because even when I'm performing at peak capacity, it's still not very good. Oh, Landon, okay. Yes. We watched an episode of the TV series Home Improvement this week. We did. And we I'm did. aching for you to tell me and all the good people at home what the <laughs> hell happened on this episode.
1: Chairman, I worked on this so hard that I I whittled it down. I, it's so many man hours went into whittling it down to a single sentence. Wow.
0: I'm, this is great. I can, I cannot wait to hear this perfectly crafted sentence that you spent so okay. much time on.
1: Here we go. You, you can grade me after and let me know how you, you felt. Oh, about ah, ah, it's on theme. It? It's ah, on theme. Oh, this guy, yeah. he's doing, we're doing bits, <laughs> bits, endless bits. <laughs> okay. This week on home improvement. Tim is asked to teach an auto repair extension course at Wayne State Community College and bonds with the students who make him feel young again.
0: Oh, little little Mr. Taylor's opus over here. <laughs> Shit, is I should have used, t- used that for one of my titles. I just, I came up with it off the dome and I couldn't not, couldn't not throw it out there. Um, uh, that's beautiful. Well, do you want to continue to guess that title? Okay, one, Mr. Hall, Mr. Taylor's opus. <laughs> Mr. Holland's opus would be a really shitty guess. But okay. we already did Mr. Wilson's opus. Didn't we? Wasn't that the name of that episode? Actually, no, that was. That was the name of an episode. <laughs> that, was that, for, that Was that the one where they're doing the... They're, he's he's the, teaching the, the Shakespeare play? He's, like he's directing the play, yeah. Yeah, directing the play. I was going to say, like, coaching the Shakespeare play. What the hell? That's not it at all. <laughs> um... Okay, I've got a few options. you go to play practice? <laughs> Look, I, when I was in when I was in high school, a couple times I referred to football practice as football rehearsal. Uh, <laughs> mind you, I was referring to it hypothetically because I did not play sports, but I did rehearse with the marching what? band quite a lot.
1: <laughs> this is brand new news. Breaking here is on this Work.
0: Sh- yeah, yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Truman did a thing that was dorky at some point in his life. No, I meant that you didn't play sports. That I did. Oh, that I didn't play sports. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, actually, uh, through a loophole in the uh, PE program, marching band did count as a sport, so I didn't have to take PE my sophomore year. But that's a that's a story for another totally awesome podcast. All right. Okay. Guess that title. Guess that uh, title. What do you got?
1: F- first option. Okay. Tool cool for school. <laughs> Next. I, I like that one. Uh, and alternately, too cool for tool. Yeah, yeah. You Listen, folks, or, I, I make a lot... Yeah, you could, you could really work it to go tool, tool for tool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look, everyone, I make a lot of jokes
1: about being lazy about my
0: title guesses and just finding a thing that works and going with it. I want you all to respect that my next three guesses are not just every possible variation, unlike... <laughs> Too tool for school. Too cool for tool. Too tool too tool tool. Tool tool, tool. Tool, tool tool, tool tool. That's I honestly when we started What when we started this podcast, I really thought that by season four we would just be going tool to tool, 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 tool tool the whole time. So we're living on borrowed time for that. Okay. Yes. Next option. Twenty something. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, based on that. Let's see what you're doing there. That popular show, 30-something, that's just a very yep. re- realistic look at the lives of people in their mid-30s <laughs> who own a house and have multiple children who they can afford yep. to raise.
1: Um, next <laughs> option, The Crass Class. Okay. All right. I like a little little rhyming action there. Yeah.
0: I, I, don't, I don't, This only just occurred to me now. I guess Crass Dismissed is another option. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Uh, the better option, if I'm being yeah, honest.
0: Yeah, the better option. I, these things come to you throughout the day. Yeah, uh, I get it. Uh-huh. And, and last option, under undergraduate pressure. People streets. <laughs> 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 that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna reserve <laughs> undergraduate pressure for a Jill episode in the future. Yeah, uh, I feel like she's she's going through her master's program. There's got to be a graduation episode with her soon, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. know that for sure. I'm just kind of speculating, but so I, I I think that that would be a better title suited for a Jill episode.
0: That's gonna be. I think that's gonna be season eight, and it might be back half of season yeah. eight. Finally, having
1: Jill graduate from college, but she's also not an undergraduate. She's a master's, so that doesn't apply.
0: Master Pressure. We... <laughs> it still fits. Uh, the... This is us getting into it, by the way, is us the two the two most naturally gifted singers in the history of podcasts doing impressions of David Bowie and Freddie Mercury.
1: Noted impressionists, Truman and Landon. You have put the kibosh on my, my theme songs on this show, so anytime I get an excuse to do scat singing, I'm in. I'm in. Oh man, you are the scat man. Uh, so, what? It's okay. None of those were the title, though. I take none it. of those were the title. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do you want a clue as to the actual title? Because it's yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna cast my commentary on it yet. Yeah. 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 Give me. Give, give me. Give me a clue. Um, I will. Okay, I'll give you a clue like this. It's a common phrase, and you did it when coming up with those titles. I did the phrase. Yes. Um, you, uh, you, you gave one of these while doing those titles. Hmm. I gave a
0: school singing school
1: Bowie. Uh, yep. You're on the right track.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not on the right track. I'm on the wrong track. (laughs) careening towards a bunch of people who have been tied to it in some sort of trolley game experiment. <laughs> you go the wrong way on a one-way street on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, God. Uh, I I, I don't know, Landon. I could sit here and puzzle over it for another 20 all minutes, right. and then I would just have to edit it out in a few days when I edit this episode. So yep. h- how about let's just pretend I did all that. Oh, all yeah, right. after 20 minutes of consideration, I cannot possibly come up with it, Landon. I must throw in the towel, <laughs> well, having worked so hard.
1: Truman, at least you gave it The Old College Try. Oh, shit. That's the (laughs) name. That's the name of the episode. God damn it. That's
0: a really good title. That's really fucking solid, guys. Hat goes (laughs) off to you, home improvement writers. You did it again. Every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah, fairly fairly often. Fairly often. Sometimes they give us Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess it's like they have a, de- a good track record of decent titles and a bunch of great <laughs> ones. But then occasionally they do ones that are so bad
1: that, that it pulls the average down. A thing that you yeah. have to deal with when you're taking a college class. Landon, <laughs> this episode, I know you're about to ask this. is why you said my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, Truman. This episode aired on January 8th or 6th, 1998. We oh, are oh, into boy. the year 1998. Uh, <laughs> directed now... Now, calm down, <gasps> <laughs> it's directed by <gasps> Elbert uh, uh, What? a first-time director for Home Improvement, hmm. and you might be wondering, what the hell is this guy's deal? Why are you coming in all the way in season seven? Yeah. And the answer is... Floating in the wind. I don't know. I don't know what this guy's deal is. He's done a lot of Days of Our Lives and Days of Our Lives spin offs, both in terms of producing and directing. He has one other stray credit outside of Home Improvement, which is being the assistant editor on Murder at 1600, the Wesley Snipes film. What? Do you? So I have no idea what the fuck is up with this guy's
0: career. Do you think that just like Bonner's was sick this day or this week, and like had to get his appendix out or something, and like this was some bit director's big
1: break that didn't break? Well, I mean, he was big on Days of Our Lives. I mean, he for years yeah, worked on that show. So yeah,
0: but editing a daytime sitcom and editing the biggest sitcom in America at that time are—it's like it's not just different leagues; it's a completely different sport. Like, well, he, true. Well, yeah, but
1: I would argue that you know, uh, soap operas are m- more difficult in a lot of ways.
0: I, I would agree. They're more difficult in terms of a grueling production schedule, but in terms of the live amount of editing, budget.
1: Live yeah. directing, you got to do it in one take.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and all, all of that, but like, <laughs> but there, the number of people watching is so much smaller. I mean, the number of people watching <laughs> this, this episode of <laughs> yeah, Home Improvement was amazing. probably comparable
1: to who's going to watch the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. Maybe I someone one of our listeners get on the the numbers for that I'd be curious um uh, yeah all our all our
0: listeners who work at the Nielsen ratings whatever uh <laughs> let us know how wrong I am there
1: um, well our our patron Mason has uh, he pulls some good numbers out sometimes but this episode was also written by Jennifer Salata and Adam England who we have seen here before mm Mm-hmm. Truman mm-hmm. how did Landon. you feel about this episode
0: you know Landon beating me to the punch as always because I always forget that you like to give us background information I thought this was a <laughs>
1: solid episode yeah uh, I think that I, that's expl- literally the last note I have in my personal reflections is solid episode yeah it's like it's it's solid I'd watch it
0: on a plane you know what if if I <laughs> if I came home from a hard day of working at an auto plant a few months before NAFTA completely devastates American manufacturing uh I would watch. A show, Jesus. an episode of a show like this, and be like, "Yeah, uh-huh. I was, I was thoroughly entertained by this." The the Hollywood my folks worth. have done, yeah, you know what, this is worth whatever amount of cable package <clears throat> cost at that point in time. Well, I guess this is a network <laughs> show, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um.
1: Nope.
0: So I, you know, it explored more of Tim's midlife crisis vibes from the beginning of the season. Yeah, and I,
1: yeah. And I enjoyed lots watching. of interesting callbacks to that that overarching theme of change and and yes, growing into a new stage of life. I, I really yes. dug that. Yes,
0: I like that. I like that a lot. I I liked watching the journey that he kind of went on of both of being high off of this fountain of youth and then yep. realizing ultimately that that fountain is spraying Zima and or Mike's <laughs> Hard Lemonade or some other young people beer that Tim doesn't want to drink. Yep. yep. Um. With all that being said, looking back at it. I, I kind of wish Tim faced more consequences in this episode because mm. a big theme in this episode is Tim, you can't stay up all night with these kids. You have to work <laughs> right. tomorrow. And That's Tim right. being like, no, they give me energy. The kids give me energy. And then I'm like, okay, can't wait to see Tim like fall asleep and, and face plant into a pan full of motor oil on tool time the next day. <laughs> but in, instead, but that, that doesn't happen. Like Tim no. stays out all night, drag racing and hanging out with with 20 somethings. He's totally fine. It takes no physical toll on him at all. The thing that ultimately drives him to stop doing it is just that he finds out that these these students he hangs out with have bad table manners, but also Tim has bad table manners. So you, you know, so it's like it, it's solid. It totally works. I'm yeah. just starting to see what you said
1: last week about how like, yeah, this is functional, but it's not particularly interesting. It's it's falling into a groove and I'm feeling more that way with each episode that passes. And you know, it's it's hard to like it's hard to find fault with this episode. It's it's as you said, it's solid. I I thought it had really funny jokes from everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, even the supporting characters. Uh I thought it had good set pieces. Like there was in the tool time um sequences, we get to see some like Special effects that we haven't seen in a while, um, mm-hmm. like practical effects happening, you know, those, on the set. Those were cool. Those were really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think what you just suggested about seeing the effects that it has on Tim makes a more interesting and, and funny episode. Uh, they've just, I don't know, have gotten to a place where they can I don't know, rest on their laurels a little bit. Like they, they know, oh, we can just instead of having that scene that you just suggested, we'll just have a poker scene where we'll give some funny lines to funny performers and yeah. they'll be funny. <laughs> and Which they are, and they
0: are. I, I mean, I think this is kind of... This is, I think, the other side of the coin that that I've talked about, we've talked about in recent weeks, where on a technical level, we're seeing this level of detail and ambition from what the crew is yeah. doing, because it's like they... They know what they need to do to make a baseline episode of Home Improvement and they're pushing themselves to just like, okay, let's fuck around and create some new interesting challenges for ourselves. But right. I think that, yeah, at, at every level, people are like, we know how to make this show. We're making good money at
1: this point. We are in syndication. Right. Uh, you know, can and- we get out of this taping on Friday night at 7 p.m. Uh, by, you know, cutting a little bit of the corners? <laughs> <laughs> and And I want to make very clear... If anyone from the show is
0: listening to us talking about this, I don't <laughs> no regard that as okay. Well, okay, no, no one at all. I'm is barely listening. listening to you while we're recording it, and, and that's the only way that you have managed to stay sane all these years of making the <laughs> podcast. If anyone from the show ever listens to this in the blasted remains of our world, if archaeologists find this and one of them is the yeah. distant uh, relative of someone who worked on home improvement, okay, all right, all right. I do not begrudge for a second. Uh, kind of cutting corners on an episode to go home early. I would do exactly the same thing if I was writing on a show like this. You know how to yep. make it work. You bring out your best stuff for Sweeps Week. 24, 26 episodes a season is a huge amount of content <laughs> it's to a make. Lot. You, if you've got a thing that works and it'll get on the air and it's perfectly good, go for it. I am yep. not slandering anybody, but this is definitely an episode where it's like, "Yep, we did what we need to do to get by," and here it is, and it's and you it's know good, and it's, and it's good. still good. It's still good. It's still yeah. better than any episode of Schitt's Creek, so uh, which won an Emmy? <laughs> wow.
1: I'm never gonna, I'm I'm never going to stop bludgeoning that horse. Uh, I think that I, but I think the real answer is lying right in front of us, which is. They knew that they peaked with A Night to Dismember. Yes. And they said, we're never going to hit these heights again. Let's just do what we have to to be who we are.
0: Yeah. Exa- we we can we can die proud knowing that we made the perfect episode of Home Improvement. We don't yes. need
1: anything else. <laughs> uh,
0: Landon, do you have any any reflections beyond no, the reflections I, we've I, reflected?
1: See, I got sneaky. I, I sprinkled my reflections in your reflections. So you no, don't I, know what reflections begin in yours end. You got, you got chocolate in my peanut butter, and frankly, it's delicious. <laughs> well, what do you say after a late night, let's be sure to set our wake-up alarms for 5 p.m., <laughs> build in enough time to stuff our books into our backpacks, and shove a Pop-Tart into our mouth as we head out on uh, north on US 23 toward mm-hmm. the 12, but keeping an eye on traffic in case we need to take the Stony Cree- Creek Road shortcut to I-94, by the time we reach Allen Park, decide if we want to stay the route on 94 or switch over to 75 to take us the rest of the way to the deep dive. Roads are complicated in Michigan. That is <laughs> that is
0: really something. <laughs> Only, and, and also, if that Pop-Tart has been toasted, then I'm not going to go in the deep dive. Only if it's raw. Oh, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, what is happening right
0: now? You got a raw dog. The 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 pop tarts. I'm sorry. If you toast them, the the filling is so hot it burns your mouth. You're gonna crash right off 95 and into Stony Creek Road, and then you know uh, you're gonna have a, a real problem because the Michigan Militia is gonna find you and oh, put you in Lord. a shed or something. I'm and and then Michael Moore is gonna have to rescue you. And, um, oh my God! What is happening? And <laughs> Kid, and Kid Rock will write an anthem about you. I guess Gerald Ford is
1: gonna nurse you back to health. Because he's such a nice guy. And J.K. Simmons will play you in an upcoming biopic. Truman, uh, start us out. What happens in the first scene that we see here? Uh, Thank you for putting an end to that.
0: So we're at home in the (laughs) kitchen uh, where uh, the grunt creep is... Well, Jill's cleaning the kitchen. The grunt creep is wearing two sponges on its feet, walking on the kitchen counter to clean it. We'll discuss this. Uh, Jill's
1: peeling potatoes, not cleaning. Go ahead. Oh, my, my bad. Okay, so one is cleaning. The other is cooking.
0: Okay. But uh, Tim comes in with big news. Wayne County Community College wants him to teach an extension class about how to fix up cars, auto repair class, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim is a little trepidatious about this, but Jill encourages him to do it because he has so much knowledge about cars. And uh, yeah, she encourages him because now he can finally share his knowledge of cars with somebody who's actually interested. And off of that brisk and brief cold open, we are catapulted into the opening credits.
1: Um, uh, there were a number of interesting callbacks in this short scene that I, I found kind of impressive. Yeah. Uh, Jill says at one point, cause as Tim's a little like hesitant about accepting this, you could still see that he's kind of excited about by the idea. Like there's, there's something in it that's, that's piquing his interest. Yeah. And she says here, um, well you, you always said that you wanted to give something back to the automotive community and, that is what he had said to Wilson when he's talking about Randy's passion. Whoa! And that's oh my god! I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, back in the the uh, um, the hospice episode, I' failing to remember the name of it at the moment. Yeah, but yeah.
0: I mean, also, <laughs> I don't know. The notion of wanting to give something back to the automotive community is. <laughs> I, I looking at it from a, like we're, we're choking on CO2 emissions put out yeah, by the right, auto no.
1: industry. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the inner Randy Taylor. Is speaking. Is. Yeah. But we get uh, one of, we get a really great line out of it by Tim kind of thinking on that and goes, well, I already give 30% of my annual income. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, wait, what, what were there other callbacks that you saw in this? Because I, I was blind to them. You were blind to them. Um, well, I think that there's an interesting mirror here where, um, I, I, I'm failing to think of a specific, exact moment that Tim has said this, but I—the sentiment is definitely there. Where, when, uh, when she's trying to convince him to to do it, and like you've always wanted to do this, you'll now you'll be sharing with someone who's actually interested. Is something mm. I feel like I've heard Tim say to Jill about her psychology when she was getting into <laughs> going to school for that. So I like the the table turn on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 is pretty funny having having Jill be just as disinterested in Tim's passions as
1: Tim <laughs> yeah. is in hers. Um, uh, and this isn't a callback, but the other li- line and just kind of acknowledgement that I kind of liked is as Tim is uh, uh, you know giving reasons why he doesn't want to do this. Jill's like, "Well, you talk about tools all the time. You know, isn't Tool Time an educational show?" And he's like. Tool time is a veiled attempt at, at, at entertainment at best. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that very honest assessment of what yes. they're doing on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um that it's not only not supposed to be educational but it's entertainment and they mostly fail at that part of it
0: uh, yeah yeah like that i i don't know that that makes suddenly tim so much more endearing that no he, he <laughs> for for all the promotion he does he really doesn't think they're making a very good show every day and that that <laughs> it's so, somehow I something relate. i can relate to yeah okay we made the same joke at the same time um <laughs> i i also okay two things one yeah grant creep with the, uh, sponge uh, with the sponge, sponges on his on his feet, walking yep. across the countertop. The fact that I'm looking at this and I think, he's going to start stumbling and then fall off the counter. And then sure enough, he starts stumbling and falls off the counter. I don't know if I should feel uh. clever for that or if I should just ask, <laughs> why haven't they been doing more grunt creep falling off of things, gags recently? Because for a while, it seemed like that was happening in every single episode. Well, you might have
1: answered your own question there. Well, but they... But- <laughs> but they're not do but like i feel like the last few episodes the grunt creep didn't fall the grunt creep has been very well, uh, graceful lately i i thought about this recently where i don't think we've even mentioned the grunt creep in the last couple episodes so i don't i i couldn't even tell you what he was doing in the christmas episode you know, you're right, and I
0: feel like I've been trying to... I always make a note of what the Grunt Creep is doing, and I yeah. try to at least make brief mention of it. But, well, okay, I can't remember what he was doing in the Christmas episode, but truthfully, <laughs> I can barely remember the Christmas episode at this point, because for my yeah, own okay. sanity, I have to delete data from that was my brain.
1: <laughs> seven days ago, you can't think of that.
0: I, I'm, I, You know, that was seven days ago, it was also 20 minutes ago, it was also in March of 2020, it was also now. <laughs> um... Yeah, other, th- other than that, I don't know. Did I say two things? Oh, the only other thing. uh, yeah. Tim, during this scene, goes into the fridge. He pulls out a brewski. He starts drinking a brewski after work. And I just think it's always worth pointing out we don't see Tim drink that much alcohol. It was, you yep. know, yeah, interesting, you know? Good for uh,
1: him. Was it foreshadowing of things to come? Oh, I don't know. It's just, it's you know, well, it depends. Was that a natty
0: light that he was drinking? Was he oh, pouring God. into a red solo cup and throwing a ping pong ball at it?
1: <laughs> um gross <laughs> yeah yeah real bad okay we go to the theme song we get a we tool do. tools transitioning us to the theme song we get the theme song the theme song rocks the theme um, song is performed by the band Tool so that's also an
0: interesting time oh my god what a depressing rendition of the Tool Time theme song that would be <laughs> We w- if the show had stayed on a few seasons more we probably would have gotten there eventually or at least had
1: Tool as guests on Tool Time <laughs> um we go from the theme song to uh, we we get right into it. Tim has accepted that he's going to do the class thing, and we're in class. Um, yep. Tim walks in. The students are, you know, you got the typical student murmuring uh, before the the <laughs> teacher walks in. Uh, mm-hmm. He comes in and they immediately know him hey you're tim the tool man taylor from from uh from tool time they they give him a rousing rendition of the tool time from of the grunt work theme song (laughs) yes yes thank you thank you attribute it to the to who came first that is us (laughs) yes of course um and uh yeah so they start feeling each other out uh tim's giving everyone nicknames uh after they stop singing tim goes thank you heidi uh, and, and I like that he nicknames this guy Heidi and mm-hmm. continues to call him Heidi throughout the rest of the episode. It's a really good bit. It's a really good bit. <laughs> um, and so he starts going into the curriculum. We're going to learn about uh, – before we get our hands on, we're going to learn a little bit about the history of the engine. He walks over to the chalkboard, um, and immediately it's hit by a spitball. The kids – they want to get their hands dirty. They don't want to learn about some boring old history shit. And Tim finds out, hey, wait a minute. I'm the teacher. I can change the curriculum. I set the test. I can give the Ds. Let's get <laughs> dirty. Get it, D, dirty? I, I do I do get it, Landon. That's very good. This episode <laughs> is
0: brought to you today by the letter D.
1: Uh, and so then they, they all, the class heads over to the car to start getting into it. German so. What were your notes for this, uh, so, this scene?
0: Well, So, this scene was a moment that, I I don't know, there was some disappointment here because the Mm. class is all raring and ready to go and excited to jump up and go work on the car, and Tim is like, no, 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 we're not even going to touch the car today. First, we're going to go over, you know, a lesson about the history of the internal combustion engine, and I'm seeing this, and I'm like, okay, I see what this episode's going to be. Tim takes cars super seriously. He wants to create foundational knowledge, (laughs) but he's got a class full of Tim the Toolman tailors who don't want to listen to his instructions, and I was excited because it would, like, maybe this would be some growth and Tim learning, oh, you know what, I know that I'm always so quick to m- miss the instructions, but, like, these kids are doing the same thing that I do, but I'm trying to make a better generation of tool men and one woman in the class. Um, so then when when Tim... Like the moment when Tim realizes, oh, we can do whatever we want. Let's get dirty. It was kind of heartbreaking
1: for me because it was like, oh, okay, so just another generation of Tim's. Great. Okay. well." The-. <laughs> Although he he does acknowledge later on that I see a lot of myself in you to one of the kids. And he's like, that wasn't a compliment. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean, by the end of it, I think I can see a lot of Tim in all of the people yeah, who were yeah. in his class, and that's also not a compliment, and I think it's a result of <laughs> Tim's uh, teaching.
1: Fair. Um, well, I I don't know. I, also, Tim wearing glasses in this scene. Very professorial. It's almost like he's, he's well, yeah, he's giving a lecture, but he, he, looks, he doesn't look like he belongs. Where does it look like he belongs? It doesn't look like he belongs in a a shop class. No, it looks like... I uh, it's on it's not the
0: same but it's kind of like how when in you know after the first 15 minutes of Raiders of the Lost Ark then you see Harrison Ford teaching a history class and it's like yeah, wait right, that, guy's, right. that guy's got a blazer and glasses on but he was just like <laughs> shooting at the Hovito's and, and, being, <laughs>
1: and being chased and like jumping onto an airplane in a river. Uh, one of the gearheads has t- has written an eyeliner on his eyelids. Love you. Yes, yes,
0: exactly. Everyone, everyone coming out of class, and then and then one dude leaving an apple for him. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I know this isn't the point of the episode, but now I do want yep. a whole spinoff series that's about Tim teaching a shop class, but then having to go on automated automotive related adventures <laughs> to like fight Nazis. I guess I don't know. Honestly, he'd probably be fighting public transit
1: activists like me. So maybe I don't want to see that. Oh boy. Um, um, let's. Uh, so I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah. One, uh, these students are reacting to Tim because a celebrity is teaching their class. Yes. You know, it, it, to them as celebrity. I mean, they they recognize they're interested in cars. They know tool time. They know Tim Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Yeah. And it kind of like puts me in mind of when Robert Altman taught film classes at the at U of M uh, yeah. in the late seventies. I'm like, how much of a mind would that be? Yeah, to just to to have an an icon walk right in and sit. It's like we're we're signing up for screenplay 101, uh, this week, uh, or th- this semester. Uh, your your professor is Paul Thomas Anderson. I I mean, okay, and look, and again, yes, I would shit myself if that were the case. Also, though,
0: <laughs> this is Tim the Tool Man Taylor we're talking about teaching. It's not like it's not like Lee Iacocca is teaching this shop <laughs> class. You know, it's 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 it's. A, a regional Why? celebrity who isn't even that, fa- like, who two weeks ago was at a singles bar with two women who had who had lived in Detroit their whole lives and had never once heard of him. <laughs> was Lee Iacocca still alive in 1998? I believe Lee, Lee Iacocca was alive in the mid-2000s because he okay. issued an angry statement about his character getting killed,
1: shot in the face in the Watchmen movie directed by visionary director Va- oh, Zack okay. Snyder so (laughs) yeah thank you for using his proper moniker the visionary director yes Um, his vision was so powerful it involved a lot of green screen it's just it's a little shocking to me that he never appeared on home improvement
0: uh you know yes but also if this is the dude who invented the k car and other like kind of low-powered economy cars that revitalized chrysler in the 80s i don't know that tim would have much to talk to him about i mean his whole deal was basically less power ha 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 and he does with Ray Pleva, the Cherry Burger guy. <laughs> okay, fair. fair. Ray, Ray Pleva, the Cherry guy, is always kind of the 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 trump card for anything about why is this person. We don't use that on, word on, on this time. He's the he's the winning the game card. Okay, he's good. The, there you he's go. the
1: trump card for the episode. <laughs> that, even um, that feels a little like Cupid flying too high. Uh, yeah, Cupid he's, Icarus.
0: Yeah, I, well, I don't know if Cupid. Fl- I
1: mean, Valentine's Day is coming up. Cupid flies too close to the sun. All his chocolates. He shoots arrows into a open light socket. Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, and um, then the
0: light socket falls in love with the sun. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. R- write it up. I guess we'll put it on fanfiction.net and see if it gets any likes. <laughs> see what happens. Uh, I thought we could go into a
1: trifecta character actor corner.
0: Oh yeah, there's a lot of character actors
1: that? on this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to focus on the three main students in this mm-hmm. uh, scene that play primarily through the rest of the episode. Um, uh, we don't get any credited um, anyone else credited in this class, unfortunately, because oh. uh, I don't think anyone else spoke besides these three. But we have um, Josh Blake playing mm-hmm. Brett. Uh, Brett is one of the two dudes who ends up going to – uh spoiler alert the dinner um what at tim's house later so uh what is he known for i hear you asking me he had yeah. a uh role on the tv series elf mhm uh he has done voices uh in is psychonauts was that a video game yeah I, it's I a, it's a video to game i remember that yeah it okay is. So he, he yeah uh, he had a voice on that uh, as a wrestling announcer. Uh, he was on an episode of Jag. He has a total of twenty-seven credits. I'm mm-hmm. going a little out of order by the speed at which my internet likes to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He was also on an episode of Becker and The Wonder Ooh. Years and Full oh. House and Married with Children and wow. Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman. Weird. Oh, you mean you mean so yeah, the Beauty and the Beast that movie. Yes. The okay. TV show. Yeah, with Linda Hamilton. Um, The question, though, is was Josh Blake on ER? That's a tough one. NYPD Mm -hmm. Blue? It is. No. I'm going to say no, he was not on ER. You are correct. He was not on ER. His last credit is in 2006 for a short called Chicken Ass. Chicken (laughs) Ass. Is that the is that the unauthorized
0: porno parody of Chicken Run?
1: Or I don't, or, or what I, is that? I I don't know. Uh we're gonna go on to um what is his character name? Billy, uh otherwise known nicknamed Heidi. <laughs> uh, Ron Rico Lee. Hmm. Uh he has fifty-five credits as an actor, going all the way uh back to Oh, when did he start? 1989 in a TV movie called Unconquered. He was in, also in 1989, two, I think, equally infamous movies, uh, the fantastic Civil War movie, Glory, Mm -hmm. and the uh, fantastic superhero movie, Return of Swamp Thing. Oh, Return of Swamp Thing. Yeah, I
0: remember (laughs) when the whole
1: country had Return of Swamp Thing fever, yeah. Uh, In 1991, he was in a very impactful movie in my youth called Career Opportunities, starring Jennifer Connelly.
0: Oh, yes. Career Opportunities,
1: starring Jennifer Connelly. Yes.
0: Um,
1: He had bit parts on uh, random TV shows that have not stood the test of time, but uh, had an appearance on Home Improvement, as we're talking about. Sister, Sister, um, he went on to do things like Committed, uh, The Shield, and an episode of Monk. Among <laughs> many other things, Truman. The question of the moment, though, is: Was he on ER? NYPD Blue? He was not on NYPD Blue, that I can see.
0: Mm, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna say no. Not on ER. The Monk thing is throwing me, though. He probably was
1: on ER. <laughs> not only was he on ER, he was on three episodes of ER, playing a character <laughs> named Davis. All I had to do was say that he was on ER. I thought he was
0: on ER. I try to outsmart the game every time. You did yeah <laughs> <laughs> <interferes> okay all right keep it going fucking <SSSSSSSSSZ> keep it going Okay, bullshit of life
1: <laughs> finally uh we get um what's the character name grant aka flat top <laughs> <laughs> yeah i called him flat top in my notes all episode <laughs> long <laughs> he is still working today his last credit was in promising young woman Ooh. uh his name is steve monroe if steve i didn't say monroe. that i am waiting for this to load there it goes uh He goes back as an actor in his 113 credits Mm. uh, to um, his first feature film was Another 48 Hours. Oh, wow. Uh, He was a pickpocket victim. He went on to do Beverly Hills 90210, say by the bell, The New Class. (laughs) Mm. Uh, He also did Sister, Sister. He was a student in uh, The Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. It's very big in France. (laughs) Truman. Landon, he played the iconic role of son in *Awesome Powers*, the international man of mystery. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> do you think he
0: was the son of that guard who gets run over and he's in the he's it's, in the deleted scene? It's
1: possible. I don't know oh what el- what other son would be in that. So possibly, yeah. Oh, oh uh, behave. Continue. <laughs> I just spit all over the microphone. Thank you. For I, that. <laughs> I guess, uh, guess I make you horny, baby. That's that's all I can. I, that's all I can say. I can go into many other exciting credits of his. Uh, like can't hardly wait. He played a headbanger uh, in the mm-hmm. same year as mm-hmm. this movie or as this uh, episode. He was in uh, a TV movie, uh, starring Stacy Keach, where he played Mike Hammer, which were big with me and my grandparents. So. I'm sure I've seen him elsewhere. He was in Castaway. He was in Space Cowboy. He was in Miss Congeniality. Truman, the question, though, is, of his 110 credits, was he on ER? Yes. He was on NWPD Blue. And? Was he on ER? I'm not doing this through my normal method, so (laughs) I'm going this uh, really slowly. And? Sorry,
0: I don't think he was. Gonna I'm gonna eat my microphone. This is upsetting.
1: He is on a TV show called Guardian Asshole.
0: Okay, well, great. That's that's what I've been referring to every time I say
1: that people have or have not been on ER is gar, Guardian Asshole. <laughs> uh those are our three dudes. We've got a few more coming up in a, a later scene. Uh they're girlfriends, but let's <laughs> dudes uh, let's and girlfriends. End this scene. Why don't why don't, don't we end the people. scene? Let's end this scene. The, yeah, they they are all going to work on that car. <laughs> okay, we get a, uh, a tablecloth transition, which yes. ends up being the green felt of a poker chip uh poker table uh, top that yes. Jill is um, transitioning us back home, where Jill is prepping for Tim's poker night with the boys. Yes, the guys, the guys, the guys, the boys, whatever. And well, the boys are the three boys. The guys are the guys. Okay, you okay. don't want to confuse the guys and the boys because no, too no. Different groups entirely
0: yeah and if one of those groups is back in town it means different things so uh tim gets home jill is jill is setting up and is kind of worried because tim is late getting back finally tim comes in and uh is very energetic and happy after this after this day he spent at school he talks about Mm -hmm. how uh Mm -hmm. how great it was to be around these students uh, Jill and the boys are going to the movies, and Tim invites them to stay because he's made a big batch of mucho, mucho, mucho macho chili for uh, <laughs> this poker night with the guys. And Jill says, yep. five men and a bowl of chili. No, thank you. And Tim goes, yeah, actually,
1: you guys may want to get a hotel room. And from that, <laughs> we transition. We do. Um, I, I wish I'd written down the exact lines, but the boys have oh really great interactions in this scene. I, I have, I, I have a couple of them. Okay, great. Do it.
0: Tim gets in the door. He's very energetic. He says, I love school. And Randy goes, I think hell just froze over. And then, <laughs> great one. And then Tim is talking about what happened in class. And he said, The two hours flew by. They picked my brain clean. And then Brad goes, Yeah, so what did you do with the other hour and 59 minutes? <laughs> I, also great. I have compared the boys roasting Tim to Mystery Science yeah. Theater recently and it's really back to that it's just we don't have much for yeah. them to do so they're just gonna shit on Tim for 90 seconds of every
1: episode and it rules I love it but there's also a, a change in how they interact with one another because this mm-hmm. is where I wish I'd written the lines down because oh. uh, Randy's talking to Jill and Mark comes in and you know Randy makes a, a like geek comment to you know um, to Mark and And Mark just would have, you know, in previous seasons, whined or whatever and and walked away. Here, he just turns it back on Randy. He goes, at least I don't wear my puke green sweatshirt or something like that. I don't know. Like I said, I wish I wrote the line down.
0: It's good. The boys are all in fight. And and Jill then chastises them and tells them not to call each other names. And then seamlessly Brad walks in and says, Yo, I can drive Dweeb Boy and Puke Boy to the
1: movies tonight, Mom, or something like that. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't I mean it's a short scene. I, I yeah, it was good. It yeah. had good energy for how short it was. Yeah, um, yeah, it keeps things moving. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, we get a scene slide transition to a little bit later. It's the poker game. The guys are here. I immediately clenched my stomach muscles. Oh yes. seeing that both Harry and fucking Benny are here. Ugh, fucking Benny. We thought we were free of him. I just thought I you, was free of him. Just when you thought it was safe to leave your complimentary donuts unattended. Here's what happens though. Um, it's it's Benny. It's Al. It's Harry. Tim, and you'd expect Marty, but it's not. It's Wilson. Yeah, Wilson's actually, playing poker. Where, this is the first Marty- time. Ben actually. i, I don't know where Marty's been. Yeah, um, I ask like you'd know. Um I yeah. I, I don't know. I miss him cuz I love William O'Leary, but I, I do too. Basically what's happening here, the guys are all, you know, uh, man talking around the table. Um Tim starts asking the guy, you know, he's telling the guys about college and asking, "Hey, you know, would you ever go back to college? You ever think about that going back to school?" Uh and they're like, "What the what the f- why the fuck would I ever go back to school?" <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not uh, earnest. you know,
1: he's he starts, you know, kind of thinking about the kids and spending time with them, and he's like, "You remember when was the last time you were even at college?" And uh, Harry's just like, "Well, let's see, I got out of numb and then, um, I guess, oh yeah, never." Um, your
0: your Harry impression is not bad. I have to, and and you were half assing it, but it was still pretty I, close. I was half assing. <laughs> if I
1: if I go full Harry, a my throat will hurt, and b I will hate myself. So yeah, uh, I just don't want to go there. Yeah, no, I I, I look you
0: you should. <laughs> Always look out for yourself first. You can't get Thank lost you. too deeply in a role or else you'll wind up like Heath
1: Ledger. <laughs> uh, anyway, they, Tim's like really enthusiastic. This is the first sense we get that Tim's enthusiastic about hanging around the young kids again. And uh, he starts suggesting that all the, the guys are old geezers. You know, they're old uh, in their ways and wanting to be home by 10 p.m. And uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's just about it. He's like, you know, Tim suggests being with the, the students makes him feel young and vital. Uh, and he says that we're not old, we're young and vital and gets the guys to give a rousing, uh, hip hip hurrah to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is coming right after he has offered all of the guys chili and each one of them have had an excuse for why they can't eat it. Like, Oh, I won't be able to digest (laughs) it. Oh, it'll give me heartburn. Oh, it'll give me gas. And you know, it does all of those things to Tim and he doesn't let it stop him. Um, there's a moment in this scene where Wilson kind of makes me cringe. Um, he, <laughs> yet it. I know,
1: I know the line. I wrote <sighs> the line down. Oh my god! But you wanna... at the yeah. s- at the same time, it's a certain amount of self awareness on the show's part that um, it hit me the same way as Tim suggesting that tool time is just a veiled attempt at entertainment. <laughs> I mean, okay, well so the line that
0: I flagged is he yeah. like Wilson saying that he can't have chili because of his because chole- he just got his cholesterol results and he says, "I wish my IQ was that high." Oh wait, it is. Which to me is just like <laughs> l- like pinnacle of like YouTube commenter like, you know, uh, you know, it, right. By
1: the way, have I shown you my Menza card? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that, exactly that. Um, <laughs> I don't well, know. That puzzle was too <laughs> too simple t- for me to uh, to answer. You know, I got it wrong because it's too simple. So, but like, you feel like it's it, what? It's on the same
0: level as Tim showing self awareness about the show.
1: Well, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I didn't find it as funny as that first joke, but I, I, there was something. I think self awareness on the the writers' part of Home Improvement that's just like. They're at a place now where they can just have the characters acknowledge their own place in the show. <laughs> mm, true, true. Okay, I can see that.
0: And that they can they can almost poke fun at the fact that, yeah, maybe Wilson is kind of a, a you know, cringe on his high horse uh Sometimes, yeah, type. I think he can yeah. be. Yeah. yeah, I think so.
1: We've certainly cringed at him before. <laughs> and I'm sure he's cringed at us. Uh, there's a he, moment. He I can w- see w- us? Go on. <laughs> he's God. He can see everything. Oh, God. He exactly. Um yeah. There's a line I wish I had written down that Tim kind of like he's going around the table and and throwing jabs at everybody the way that you know the guy scenes usually are, and he throws a line at Al that I wish I remember what it was because Al gives for the first time I've ever seen it on the show gives Tim a fake laugh like haha that was supposed to be funny but it's not yeah and. It was such a, a, a side thing to the scene that they didn't draw attention to it, but I had to rewind it to rewatch it about three different times. It is one of the funniest things I've seen Richard Garn do <laughs> on this show. Shit, I got
0: well, now I have to throw the episode on again to catch this. It's like, it, it, what, it's it's almost as good as,
1: as if Al had hissed at Tim or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, when, when Tim would give Al the nicknames on Tool Time, which, surprise, surprise, he does on this episode, mm-hmm. uh, it would be like if at in that moment, Al would stop the momentum of Tim's joke just to fake laugh at him and then get back to the episode. yeah, like that's kind of what's happening in that moment. and uh it's 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 brushed by really quickly, but um, I caught it, and I loved it. I love that. I, I I love that too. Oh, another thing I wanted to call
0: out when he when Tim is yeah. offering the chili to Wilson, all of my notes I guess revolve around Tim offering Wilson chili. <laughs> uh yeah. we get this cut from, you know, there there were we've Wilson's back is to camera and then Tim says, "Wilson, would you like some chili?" We cut to facing towards Wilson where Tim's holding the bowl of chili so it blocks the lower part of Wilson's face and then as Tim, you know, Wilson refuses, Tim turns away with the chili, Wilson seamlessly raises his cards to block his face. <laughs> yeah. And they, haven't seen that in a while. Must have taken so long to get that right. And uh, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful
1: thing. Uh, I mean, they didn't spend much time doing other things on the episode. So, hey, oh, um, oh, that was that was unnecessary. Yeah. Was come on. Man. I apologize. Listen, who, I, who among us? I apologize to our listeners, to the writers, to the performers, uh, to ourselves. I apologize to me. I'm above d- that. Now, now, apologize to God, by which I mean Wilson. I, I refuse. I refuse. Um, we get a poker trip transition. Poker chip transition. A to, poker shit um,
0: transition after everyone's eating all their chili.
1: <laughs> back to class. Uh, hood's up on the car. The kids are all learning the undersides of mm-hmm. the vehicle. Yep. <laughs> Technical terms. Yep. Uh, German, take take us through the rest of what happens here. It, it's a short
0: scene. Tim is. Uh, is Tim does a pop quiz. What's the coolest pop car quiz, of all time? Yep, yep. Uh, what do you do? And every kid opts to shoot the hostage, and he gives them a hundred percent. Watch the movie Speed, and that joke will not sound like a uh, uh, weird violent violent non sequitur. Uh. uh so anyway, Tim, it, people are chiming in with what they think is the coolest car ever. And I guess mm-hmm. Greg keeps guessing cars that what I guess are Greg? objectively not cool. I don't know. He said, get some help, Greg. That's uh, Grant. Maybe Grant. I don't fucking know. I don't watch this show. Who who are you? What is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> Grant keeps throwing out the names of cars that I guess are objectively uncool because
1: the audience keeps laughing. I'm completely in the dark at these jokes. I did. This was like I felt it wash over me and just going, ah, yeah, I don't get it at all. (laughs) Yep, I'm just going to like in a weird way. It was relaxing to go. I can just check off my brain for a second here.
0: <laughs> Welcome to how I feel when you're playing the Pee Wee's Playhouse password game, and I'm just I'm just muted, <laughs> sitting around my
1: office. Um, it's secret password to Pee Wee's Playhouse.
0: I I'm I'm so, well I'm not really paying very close attention when you're announcing yeah. the name of it because I'm already getting ready to switch <laughs> off my brain for a few seconds. But uh, the students, as class is dismissed, tell Tim that they're heading out for pizza and they invite Tim to come along and. Tim waffles at first but then he decides he wants to do it he, he calls pancakes. Shotgun and he pancakes oh no Landon don't don't even I'm already <laughs> I already we already have to flirt with potentially going to horny jail later in the episode because of one of my observations so we cannot oh, no. okay. rack up right. more points on our license
1: well, we'll save the popcorn the pancakes for then
0: yes okay but the pizza though that they go to get is is still on the table so yeah Tim, okay. Tim runs off and they all go charging off to have some pizza together uh, I just sent you a picture <laughs> of a 67 Eldorado convertible, by the way. So right. let, 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 let me know what you think, uh, think of it while I here look at right. 66 Carmen
1: Ghia, which is the other one that, that Grant said. Okay, here we go. Oh. This almost it, looks like the car they drive in Tommy Boy. Yeah, I mean I think almost. It, I think it looks really cool. Like I it's a
0: very yeah. wide large, it's kind of like the car Kennedy got shot in. Uh, I'm sorry to take it to a dark (laughs) place when Landon's just trying to talk about Tommy Boy. I think, I don't know, I think it has a lot of character. I kind of
1: like it. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't want to drive it, though. It it looks like a buddy of mine in high school had a really old school Lincoln Continental, Mm. and it was literally like riding in a boat. I would not want to drive something that wide and that long. Certainly. Uh, This car gives me those vibes. Yeah, so no, it's it's cool to look at I, I would it would you know that meme of the guy looking over his shoulder uh mm-hmm. from his girlfriend at yes. the passing girl walking by yes. I would do that to this car, but I certainly wouldn't want to own it. This yeah. one though. The Carmen
0: Ghia, which I just sent you, which the whole audience laughed uproariously when this guy suggested that a nineteen sixty six Carmen Ghia was the coolest car ever fuck that audience this looks like
1: a james bond car
0: yeah it looks real nice it's a little european convertible roadster it's yeah it
1: looks real nice i like it but it's got like a little friendly buggy face on the front of it
0: yeah you know yeah i guess it kind of looks like with the with the two-tiered bumper it kind of looks like it's got a mustache almost
1: (laughs) (laughs) that little two-tiered grill yeah you're right yeah yeah um you just put the car's character would 100 percent be french
0: yes exactly or or maybe italian to be drinking little cappuccinos full of gasoline um i yeah i look i think i think both of these cars are super cool i also think that that the massive orange city buses in la that i that i normally ride are cool as well so maybe i'm not a good you know (laughs) You're
1: not the you're not the judge.
0: I'm not the judge of what's cool. I suppose if if you if you guys <laughs> hadn't known already from my anecdotes about speech team and marching band, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I yeah, I say that I say though that uh, I disagree with Tim
1: wholeheartedly on this. I would too. happily take an F on that pop quiz. <laughs> uh, you choose not to shoot the hostage. Yes, we go back home. We get a car transitioning us back home where Tim is. Uh. Tim brings the kids home. What does that mean? Oh, wait. Are we at that no. point, or did I skip? No, no. no. T- Tim brings the guys from class back oh. home with him. Oh God, so that's why I'm confused. Because there's the guys, there's the boys, and then there's the students. Oh So my we God. got three different groups of three different guys <laughs> in oh, this episode. Geez. Too many dudes. <laughs> Such a sausage pirate party. Um, Tim brings the students home. Uh, Jill or uh, <laughs> they start looking around. Um, at things in the home and uh, see a picture of Jill. Uh, This is your old lady. She's a babe. Hell yeah, she is. Well, (laughs) you might uh, want to use some different words when you meet her. um, He takes him out to the garage to show him the 55 Nomad and um, love that the the guys are geeking out about it and he's like, yeah, fix it up myself. And then one of the guys makes a joke, said, and then fix it up again when you drop the beam on it. (laughs) I love that that is the most
0: famous and notable thing that has happened in Michigan in like
1: 50 (laughs) years. Everyone knows that (laughs) it's great. Um, and, uh, they start, you know, suggesting, Hey, I bet my car could take this one. Oh no, I don't think so. Uh, and getting him to, you know, want to go out and, uh, uh, drag race at midnight. Yeah. Um, crazy Um, in and of itself. Yep. Also it's fucking winter. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you. (laughs) Same issue that I had. It's January in
1: Michigan. <laughs> Black ice, dudes. I think as we are recording this, Michigan is expecting two feet of snow tomorrow, and it is February 2nd.
0: <laughs> hey, look, perfect uh, per- perfect time to do some drag racing. Just got to get out your snowmobile to do so. it.
1: I guess so. Uh, basically, that at that point... Uh, Jill comes in because Tim had revved the engine of the Nomad. It woke her up, and uh, she's like, "What the hell are y'all doing here at midnight? Good How to see y'all doing? I get, get out!" <laughs> uh, and she pulls Tim aside and's like, "What? What's going on here?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. We're, you know, I'm think, I'm sorry to wake you, but I'll take the car out and we'll we'll do it out there." She's like, "What? What are you gonna do?" He's like, "Oh, we're just gonna do some, I don't know, uh, comparative driving," <laughs> which I thought was good. That was a good. Uh, line. That's basically. That's basically the scene. He's he's out spending time with the boys uh, at the risk of being tired the next day.
0: Well, so here's the but like so he says, "I'm going to do some comparative driving," and Jill's like, "Are you crazy?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And Jill goes, "You need to work tomorrow. You should be in bed getting sleep." And this is the point <laughs> when I'm like, "What?" Drag racing is dangerous. He's doing it in the middle of the night. He's hanging out with students drag racing with them, which is very unprofessional. And it's winter and it's icy. Jill doesn't raise any of these safety concerns. <laughs> the
1: only thing Jill Just, is worried about is like, you need your beauty rest, Tim. I, I, I've already apologized for a uh, comment about the writers this episode, so I'm not going to go there. I And look,
0: okay, you made a comment about the writers you have to apologize for. I'm going to make this yep. comment about the crew. Last okay. week we marvelled the fact that the Nomad looked dirty as though it had been driving around on yeah. de-iced roads in the Midwest. The the uh Nomad this week is so clean and shiny you could eat off of it. Uh <laughs> So
1: yeah. ev- everybody going home a little early this week. Um I guess so. I don't know. Uh, I, this is I don't at the risk of extending this episode longer, um I I do want to Pay off the foreshadowing at the beginning of the episode, saying we're gonna get into it, yeah, um, so I, I guess i'll I'll start by posing it to you and then reciprocating with my own story. but was it weird to you to see the students entering Tim's place? like was that a a boundary that you felt was crossed? I, w- yes
0: when i saw this happen i was kind of like i had this initial knee jerk of like oh this episode is going to take a dark and tragic turn and tim is going to lose his job and then i was like no i'm what wi- you're watching home improvement and nothing bad is going to happen about this but
1: no in my head i'm g- going to find out he has cancer and then he goes <laughs> on a very long journey to become the world's most dangerous drug dealer. <laughs> like, I just I just see it as,
0: like, I, you know, in my head, I'm just seeing the the article in the Detroit Free Press the next day about how, like, you know, sca- <laughs> scandal at Wayne State Community College after a uh, late-night drag racing incident leaves two students dead and one grievously injured. Fingers are being pointed at Professor oh, Tim Taylor, a recently hired adjunct, and administrative uh, administration officials and police are asking He's- questions about why Mr. Taylor brought students back to his home after midnight for an evening <laughs> (laughs) of drag racing (laughs) written by randy taylor (laughs) yes exactly you know it's it's tough to write a takedown article about my own father but journalism (laughs) is important and i stand by my principles
1: (laughs) uh so here's the thing is it had to have been right around when this episode aired um at least within the the 1997 or 1998 school year um i was driving already And Mm -hmm. I had a liberal arts teacher, Mm -hmm. and I I mean that in more ways than one. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) She she was a very liberal teacher Mm -hmm. uh, and was very friendly with her students. Mm -hmm. And I was her teacher's assistant for a semester, senior year. Um, She had a lot of trust in her students. This is the same teacher who showed um, Evil Dead. (laughs) I think the X, when it was still rated X on TV
0: screens at Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, this, okay. I'm glad to get more updates
1: on this wacky teacher of yours. She was fantastic, though. I loved her to death, and she, it was, you know, 1997, 1998, computers are just entering the home, and for, you know, wacky mental arts teachers, technology probably isn't at the top of her list of things that she's up on. So, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it wasn't uncommon for her to invite students to her home to help her with computer stuff. Nothing oh. weird ever happened, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, there were a few nights that I went to her house. I, you know, <laughs> it still makes you uncomfortable to hear it, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I I guess, yeah, but now, now, you know, I am reflecting,
0: there was one night when I was in high school that one of my, that my British literature teacher, who was a super cool dude who everybody loved and who was one of my favorite teachers, he did invite a bunch of students over to his house to watch the movie Ed Wood, and... (laughs) Wait... We all watched the movie Ed Wood, and it was really. He also taught a film as literature class, like he was the local okay. movie buff right. at our school. I, you know, so yeah, and nothing weird happened. He was just a very nice, you know, very, very, you know, very nice, erudite, Anglophile, single man in his mid forties who now I's a little weirder. <laughs> Well, no. Like now, I'm re- now. Now it's a thing where I look back and it's like, of course he was gay. How did I not? It was oh. right there in front of us. That all makes more sense. But um, you know, but like nothing. Yeah, you know It was just like it was just genuinely him wanting to show a good movie to a bunch of students that he probably couldn't yeah. show in class. Um, right.
1: You know, he, he didn't have the balls to put it on the, the overhead screens like <laughs> Evil Dead.
0: No, 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 no. Ed, Ed Wood, uh, a movie that was infamously more violent than, uh, than Evil <laughs> Dead. Um, you know, there there's multiple scenes in Ed Wood when blood fills an entire room coming out of light sockets and yes, light fixtures. Yes. Um, still, it didn't devolve into drag racing. Our parents all picked us up and everyone was fine. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: I wouldn't recommend anyone follow in our footsteps. <laughs> no but uh it it happened and i don't uh, you know i think in the the halcyon words will years of 1998 uh it was fine we didn't we didn't know how (laughs) good we had it man yeah maybe not for everyone who did it and had it done but nothing happened to us
0: we turned out okay yeah so it's not a problem totally fine it hasn't affected (laughs) Landon and i not to, at all. Two people who are completely representative of the, the multitudes of people in society. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so drag racing, Yikes. though. Don't do it. Don't do it ever, nope. and especially don't do it with uh, your teachers.
1: Uh, we get a bed, because uh, Jill is beckoning Tim to bed, uh, transitioning us to a commercial, and we come back the next day in the kitchen. Tim is serving breakfast chili to the boys for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> because it's there, just like Mount Everest. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, what happens in the scene? Uh, so, Tim is serving the boys breakfast chili, and the guys are, and the boys, not the guys, the boys are asking Tim how he's able to even be upright right now after he spent the whole night out, uh, drag racing until 2.45. Um, he's talking about how much, how the students love hanging out with him and how he loves hanging out with the students. They give him so much energy that he can do anything. Uh, and then, um... Tim tells Jill that he's thinking of bringing uh, a bunch of students over for dinner next Tuesday to, you know, them and their girlfriends to come over and have dinner with them, and Jill says, what the hell are you talking about, Tim? Tuesday is poker night. You never miss a poker night. You haven't missed a single poker night in seven years. And Tim says he doesn't care about missing Poker Night because all those guys, you know, all those old fogies do is talk about their bodily functions. (laughs) And Jill goes, but you love bodily functions. And Tim
1: goes, but I'm a doer, not a talker. And that's the end of our scene. That's the end of our scene. I really don't have any notes on it except that it made me kind of want some chili. I mean, look,
0: I've actually been eating a fair amount of chili recently, mainly because we ran out of groceries, but had a bunch of chili that we panic bought in March two years ago (laughs) um, that we had to get through. Um, Let me tell you, the thing about this scene for me is that, okay, well, first, this is the scene that sort of upsets me where it's like, I, like, okay, there's no consequences for Tim spending the whole night drag racing with his, like, he doesn't even seem a little bit tired just being around young people gives him superhuman strength. Tim is bulletproof. Which, Everything works.
1: To your point, I mean, there's no repercussions from Jill or his family, which is one direction that the the show could have gone. And I'm yes. glad it didn't. Uh, but none from his body, which I think would have heightened the already interesting aspect of this particular episode, which is just Tim coming to terms with not being young anymore. Yes. And, um, you know, that is kind of what they lean into, but there are things like you're suggesting that could have made it, um, I don't know that much more funny and a a little more heightened. Tim also
0: in like in the previous scene, coming back from eating pizza, he mentions that he had eight slices of pizza. Yeah. I'm just going to let that sit there. Because eight slices is a large number of slices of pizza for any age, uh, and I say that because I have tripped that light fantastic myself, and even when I was much younger,
1: <laughs> it did not go well. That um, was uh, a norm for me. I mean, I think that was just called having pizza for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> when and I it, ate, when I used to eat pizza.
0: Lo- look, when I when I was younger and pizza was around it was just like i'm gonna eat this until it is painful to eat anymore so i you know (laughs) yeah again but but we don't do that anymore because there's consequences but for tim no such thing
1: yeah all right okay yeah fair okay uh okay one
0: other thing tim uh you know tim wants to do this on you know wants to have this get together with the class next tuesday that's your poker night you haven't missed that once in seven years how does Tim, a man with three children and a high-pressure job as an mm-hmm. entertainment show host, how has he been able to maintain a weekly social engagement without <laughs> fail for seven years through, you know, uh, his wife's father dying, through trips to Cleveland,
1: through... I, I don't think we're supposed to take it literally. It's just one of I, those... I, like... One I, of those things. I have no children... And uh, for the
0: past (laughs) two years, I haven't really had a whole lot of social engagements, and even I have a hard time
1: maintaining a weekly scheduled thing. We were going to do Sunday night rodeo on Red Dead Redemption every night, and we did it for what? Two months? I, I don't know. It's just amazing to me that Tim can manage. Uh, Tim can manage that. It's really something. I I think what she's alluding to here, it's these. This is bound to happen when you're in a marriage for a long time, like we are with this show, where we're holding people accountable to their words, even though they don't mean the things literally. I think it's a case of her suggesting, in reality, you've done this Tuesday night poker night for seven years, at seventy percent. Accuracy. Yeah, (laughs) you've done it seventy percent of the time for seven years on Tuesday Mm -hmm. nights. Yeah, yeah. Not every single Tuesday night. Okay. What if Christmas Eve falls on a Christmas on a Tuesday night? They 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 play poker, and I want to see that
0: episode of Home Improvement where it's like, but Jill every (laughs) Tuesday night, it doesn't matter that it's Christmas
1: Eve. (laughs) All right, let's get to the tool time scene because I want to talk about
0: it. Yes, yes. So that we transition into tool time on location.
1: Yes, in a bathroom scene slides in into place Heidi introduces the show uh this week there are they're talking about uh bathroom plumbing and uh Tim and Al come out from the shower that Heidi is standing in front of there's a really funny physical bit there um Al brings out uh, the al insult again which was not my favorite thing but no uh, we'll get to that in a minute um they're talking about uh the uh, unclogging the, the bathroom sink in this kitchen or in this bathroom. And, um, they bring in, uh, an old, an old favorite, uh, Felix, the plumber comes in and Yay. he's going to start doing some plumbing for this sink. Uh, he brings out a snake, uh, tool to go down the drain and try to unclog it. And it's too old and too clogged to be done with that. So Tim suggests, hey, why don't we use compressed air? And uh, he and, and Felix get into a little bit of a war of the words, suggesting that the compressed air um, is too much for the old pipes, that it's going to uh, do more damage than good. So let me go get my, my other snake that has the graspy thing on it. Uh, these are technical terms. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he steps out to go get it. And when he does, Tim's like, okay, fuck that dude. I got my not only my compressed air but my souped up <laughs> compressed air uh, that blows at three thousand psi. And as he starts it, uh, Felix walks back in, sees uh sees what's going on the creaking, the cracking, and the rolling, the, faucet, the tumbling, <laughs> the rolling, the tumbling. The faucets uh, start to burst from the wall. And uh, water starts shooting everywhere and everybody but Tim leaves the scene uh, fleeing for their lives.
0: Yep. It's a, it, it's a pretty it's a pretty well executed bit.
1: I, <clears throat> I like the scene a lot actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, because because Tim's whole point also is that oh it's the it's the old fogey way to unclog a drain is to use a drain snake. And the new way that that young people are doing it, all the young kids today are using the compressed air. So it, yeah. they, they, found, they finally found a way to integrate the big tool time set piece into <laughs> right. the emotional plot of the episode.
1: This wasn't just, oh, let's film a tool time scene and stick it into a future episode somewhere where we need yeah. to fill out some time. Um, mm-hmm. I will say... Uh, It's always a pleasure to see Felix on the show because it's no secret that here on Grunt Work, we are um, an Al fan. (laughs) Yeah, an Al
0: fan, but also, you know, but are also friends of Felix. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Again, this joke is just for me. I realize this is only a me joke. Okay. Yeah. I did the same thing last time. Is is the actor's name Al? Al fan. Al fan. (laughs) Oh, oh, Landon, you got to text me ahead of time when you're going to do a joke. No. That you've told me three or four times
1: before. No, okay, it's only for you, huh? <laughs> it's only for me. Um, but this this continues this this theme in this episode of uh, the the kind of fast paced joke writing where like it, we saw it in the the boys. Obviously, we saw it at mm. the poker table where everyone around the table has their own joke at one point, and it's just kind of rapid fire, and they're all quality jokes. L uh Felix comes in here. Um, Tim says something like, You have appeared on um uh you're the, the only plumbers that appeared on uh cable access, you know, uh X amount of times. And Felix is like, Well, you know, years ago I had my own uh cable <laughs> cable access show. Uh I can't remember what it was. Something well, like that. Uh, I'm I'm looking for it. I've got it in I've got it in got here. It, you got it. Uh Do pipe it. styles of the rich and famous. <laughs> And Tim's like, oh, my God, Felix, leave the jokes to me. And then Al just kind of leans in frame and goes, okay, well, then let's plunge right in. (laughs) I mean, so it's just that kind of, like, rotational, you know, uh, rotation with the jokes at such rapid fire that, you know, that's where I felt like the quality of the episode really came out. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like, because also Al, like, leans
0: into frame to say his bit. And I I always like that. I think – I. That happens a lot in Edgar Wright movies, too, which I always yeah. find funny. Is someone coming in from out of frame to deliver a line and kind of, you know, th-
1: there's an added punch to it of like, oh, I didn't even know you were there. Um, uh, the only other thing I have for this scene particularly is just to call out uh, the special effects, which I alluded to at the beginning in this episode 10 hours ago, uh, <laughs> where we, we haven't seen, like, a big set piece like this in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's because, yeah, you know, the, as soon as the pressure starts building you just see like the tile and the walls starting to bulge <laughs> yeah. in weird ways. And then it's like, like Freddy Krueger's heads coming out of the wall. Uh, yeah. 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 Or, or in, in stranger things, the, the face of the Demogorgon
1: coming through a wall at some point. At yeah. least I think that's is what certainly I'm not a, not a, not a callback, a direct <laughs> yeah. reference to nightmare on Elm street.
0: I know. No stranger things is pretty famous for not heavily referencing other, uh, properties. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much a
1: hundred percent original there. Um, um, I also like the sound effects because it's like creaking and it it really sounds like they're underwater. Like all of the water in the walls is bubbling up. And Al, uh, not Al, uh, uh, real Al, fake Felix, um, suggests, oh, I've been on a submarine before and I know when it's time to abandon ship. And he just like rushes out the door uh, right when the like shower head behind Tim bursts off the wall with a couple tiles and the water starts spouting everywhere. And Tim kind of like, uh, cloisters up to himself, you know, kind of protected, <laughs> protecting himself, and then just looks at the camera, defeated, and just goes, "I'm going down with the ship." Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's really great. I mean, you think about it, like everyone else has run out, but this cameraman is staying. He's like, he's he, this cameraman is going to go down with the ship too. I need a close up on Tim as he grapples with the fact that he's ruined this house.
2: <laughs> um,
0: I, I, I have, I have to point out that so. Heidi walks in through a bathroom door on the right, introduces, you know, uh, tool time with Tim, the tool man, Taylor, and and Tim and Al are both in the shower. There's actually a cool bit where they, like, does everybody know what time it is? And then Tim and Al pull the shower curtain aside and go, tool time! And they close it and she, you know, it's fun. (laughs) Right, yeah. She comes in from the door on the right, she then exits through the door on the right. Felix enters from a door on the left, exits through Mm -hmm. a door on the left. Heidi later comes back in with the pressure thing from the right. So what's the deal with this is this bathroom just like a hallway like you just have to walk through this bathroom to get to
1: other rooms um, in the house I don't think it's too uncommon uh eh. you know it might it probably connects to the main bedroom um maybe with a, a way into the hallway um it could be a, a situation where two bedrooms are connected
0: I guess into it
1: yeah I guess between like two twins rooms I don't I don't know yeah.
0: I d- it's just I, I saw a bathroom with two different entry doors and I'm like what the fuck is this were these rich people <laughs> um yeah and i mean i don't know also i i don't want to i don't want to like spoil the bloops for this episode but the uh the outtakes uh, at the end of it are mm-hmm. just it's just another go on this scene where clearly yeah. they shot it a couple times and i enjoyed in, in the second go around of it i could kind of see that like oh the wall behind the sh- like the shower wall that looks for all the world like tile they they have it yeah. start moving in that and it's clearly just like kind of a sheet of paper or plastic or something with people (laughs) hammering on the back of it or pounding on it to make it look like it's bubbling. And it's just, Oh, that's clever. I like, I like kind of getting the the universal studio tour look at how
1: they made this happen. Uh, Okay. So we get a drowning ship transition to the next scene.
0: Yes. There was uh, actually just one more callback to the, to the beginning of this episode, 10 hours ago uh, when uh, Felix says, Tim, that's a lot of pressure. Tim goes, the tool man works great under pressure. And Al then does not stick his face into Fram and go, So <laughs> though
1: if he did, it'd be the best moment of home improvement ever. Yeah, we'd have to hang up our spurs. Um, <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Okay, next scene. Uh, they're back at home. It's uh, the night that the, the students are going to come over for dinner with their girlfriends. Uh, Jill is frosting a cake. And the students, ding dong, they're here. Uh, and they are there with their girlfriends. They yes. are... Freaking out about Tim's place, even though they've been there once before, uh, about how retro it is. Where'd you get this cool 80s furniture? uh, In the the 80s. 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then something might be a little amiss here because they crack open some brewskis. I had to remind myself they're college students, not high school students. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And um, we get the sense that something might Finally be rubbing Tim the wrong way because they say, uh, oh, yeah, Billy, Billy's not here. He got wind of a party and decided to go to that. So he's probably not going to come. And Tim's like, well, Jill worked really hard building a, a dinner for eight, and there's only six of us here. So, uh, you know, we, we start to see that maybe there's a, a, a problem. They crack open the brewskis. It goes spraying everywhere all over the table and the floor. And Tim's like, hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot about this part of being a college student. Um and uh yeah, that's we cut to a little bit later, but is there anything with that part of the scene you want to talk about? Uh, not no, not specific not not specifically really. Yeah, it's just
0: yeah, they, these, well, except that, that when Jill brings over a tray of hors d'oeuvres for the students drinking their, their foamy beers, they immediately start scarfing all of them down. <laughs> they, like, there's yeah. a lot of jokes being made about how, oh, man, college students eat a lot, don't they? And it's like, well, but isn't that always the joke about Tim, too? I, I don't know. That's right. All. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so much of this, college students eat a lot and have bad manners. And it's like, well, this is all
1: shit that Tim, like, they're behaving like season three this... Tim. This is what Tim educates people on in <laughs> Tool Time. Yeah. Um, the only thing I want to go into here is a two-for-character-actor corner. Oh, yes. Uh, for the girlfriends, we've got uh, the characters Andy and Christy are the girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy is played by... Um, I Andy I hope I'm McDowell. pronouncing this <laughs> correctly. Aaron... Aaron? Aaron? A-R-R-O-Y-N. Oof. Lloyd. Wow
0: uh yeah you know what i think you, you let the good lord be your guide on how to pronounce okay that i'm gonna Landon. just say it's
1: aaron mm-hmm. uh because who knows why i chose to do that i'm yeah. going to hey, look, <laughs> be
0: bold stick with it
1: 11 credits uh one of them being home improvement um i don't i'll tell you what some of them are after you guess whether she's on er Gotta say no. You are correct. She was not ding, on ding, ER, ding, but ding. she was. Her first credit is playing Patsy in Red Shoe Diaries. Oof. okay. I, uh, a I was years wondering before this episode.
0: I was wondering, like, like is one of the shows she was on, like people on this show will never be on ER,
1: the series, or something like that? Is <laughs> that why you couldn't tell me? Uh, she was on an episode of The Practice, and her last credit was in 2002 uh, in Queen of the Damned. Oh. Yeah. I remember that uh, DVD the... cover. It's kind of racy. <laughs> That's what you get from an Anne Rice adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of racy. Oh, boy. Maitland <laughs> Ward is playing Christy. She is an actress. She uh, d- uh, re- Wait, really?
0: She's an actress? Uh,
1: you believe it? I'm just yeah, I... buying time for my internet to start working here.
0: <laughs> she was an actress. So actors are people who read from a script and portray uh-huh. a character on yeah. television now television well okay let's go back to the or 1920s movies, or movies uh hedy lamar invented a
1: broadcasting system um
0: cathode <laughs> yeah, ray
1: uh, by the way if you want to talk about hedy lamar sometime let's go into that because i mean that's i a, love hedy lamar uh,
0: um, yeah
1: yeah go for it i mean not this episode but another episode let's, no, let's another yeah, episode that's not eight, eight hours long uh, yes she has 28 credits um In such things as Home Improvement and Boy Meets World and the movie White Chicks. White Chicks? White Chicks.
0: White Chicks. Oh, I guess the the linchpin of every conservative argument for why they should be allowed to do blackface. Yes. White Chicks.
1: (laughs) White Chicks. (laughs) Uh, Yikes. Yikes, Chicks. Um, Was she on ER, though?
0: I'm going to say no, not on ER.
1: Okay. You're right. Um. We cut to a little bit later. Okay, yes. Uh, they're they're eating dinner around the table, um and uh Oh, I lost so, my place in my notes. Yeah, yeah so, you take us so from here.
0: Jill is surprised because everyone at the table oh, has eaten every single scrap of her food, which has never happened mm-hmm. before. College students like to eat, and um and so they're making some small talk about how uh, uh, Flat Top, whoever the hell that guy is, and his girlfriend are skipping class tomorrow for her 23rd birthday, and he's going to buy her a ring, a nose ring. And then Brett and his girlfriend think that that's stupid. <laughs> nice pause. Uh, they, they think that, that a nose ring is stupid. They're going to buy a different kind of ring, a navel ring to match his. Gross. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, we got things to talk about. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, we, we, we do. That might be the, 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 uh, ending of our, of our podcast partnership. Uh, <laughs> Brett, uh, then gets a phone call or gets a beeper message and he goes and calls and, uh, finds out that there is a keg party going on in Ypsilanti and all yeah. of the students want to go to that. They invite Tim and Jill. Tim and Jill are like, hell no, we don't want to go. It's two hours 10 away. PM to p.m.
1: On a Tuesday. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, Just uh, FYI, it literally just turned 10 p.m. here while we were talking about this, and I'm like – I, can we fucking end this already? I want to go to bed. <laughs> I know, let Landon. I it it's
0: all it's turned eight o'clock here, and I already am done with my day. So I get you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the kids, the kids, you know, all go stampeding out the door to go to this keg party. They along the way, rather than eating dessert, they ask if they can take a piece of cake with them, yeah. and Tim says yeah. So they cut one slice of cake, then leave it behind and take the whole cake with yeah. them
1: because college students love cake. And excuse me um you you misidentified that. Yeah. They don't take the cake. They Benny the cake.
0: They oh fuck you're right. They completely Benny the cake. I'm honestly shocked that one of the kids like turns out to just be like three Bennies in a trench coat taking that cake with him. <laughs> um but so they leave, and Tim and Jill sit down and reminisce a little about uh, the folly of their youth and what that was like, and uh, how you know, yeah, they're a little older now, but it's kind of better to have a little stability and be a little calmer and more sedate, and yeah. that being older is good. And well, well, I don't know. Slow, slow jam this
1: a little bit because it's the yeah, culmination of the of course, episode. I mean, course. it's it's Tim's you know uh, final transition from wanting to hang out with the youth to going yeah no they're fucking rude yeah exactly (laughs) exactly
0: they're rude and jill says they're just kids and tim says we weren't like that when we were kids and jill says tim do you remember anything about college and tim thinks for a long (laughs) moment and just goes i remember there were a lot of stairs which i think is the funniest line in the episode that to me cracks me up
1: now, when he says stairs, do you think it's S-T-A-R-E-S or S-T-A-I-R-S? I'm assuming I-R-S because that's just a lot
0: funnier, funnier? to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like just that that's the only thing he remembers is having to walk up and down stairs a lot. I mean, I guess that was my college experience, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh, my God. Yeah, now that you mention it, um What? I can't remember if it was – did you go to community college, by the way? Or did I, you just go right into university?
0: I, I, I went I went straight into a mediocre state college where I got a <laughs> okay. community college
1: level education in 75% in of my classes. Got it. I went to community college, and um, I don't think there were a lot of stairs there. There were some, but there was one semester. I think it was when I finally did go to university that, my God, the amount of stairs I had to go to for this class was like – I think I skipped that class most often just because I didn't want to go up those stairs. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty harsh. I it, I mean it was it was in- I remember it was so bad that like I couldn't keep my eyes awake from it through the remainder of the, the class afterward because by the time I got to those, the top of those stairs, it just made me yawn like <laughs> there wasn't enough oxygen getting to my brain.
0: What, was that was that class? Rockyology one hundred and one. You had to go all the way up this this staircase, and, guess, and...
1: that was how they snuck PE into my schedule.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and you know, I, I'm just surprised that you could still almost fall asleep doing it when you had Gunna Fly now blaring in your ears the entire time.
1: <laughs> I don't know that Bill Conte really gets me uh, gets me going to sleep. Ew. um. I don't know. I think that this I I, I, th- I like the conversation
0: that Tim and Jill have after the kids leave. Yeah, I, it is. It is a little weird to me that, like, the, again, the, just the biggest thing Tim runs into is just all oh, these kids are kind of rude and rowdy. And it's like, yeah, you didn't notice this any other time. <laughs> like it took them being being disrespectful to you and your wife for you to, to crack that code. <laughs>
1: That's where I think the the episode is maybe the weakest is is how he how quickly he comes to the realization. Like it, I, I again I'm just complimenting your your writing skills. I think that the the slow progress through the episode of him physically not being able to keep with the, up with them that. He's dealing with those consequences while they're still pestering him like the next morning after hanging out, they want to yeah. go do something again and he's just like, Oh, come on, guys, I can't keep up. Yeah. But really, it's just like they spill some stuff on the as you said, they they basically act like Tim and then Tim's like, I don't wanna hang out with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just kind of a, a weaker realization.
0: I, I'm I'm too old for my shit. Up. Yeah. <laughs> How do you put up with it, Jill? I I, that that is that has been our question throughout the podcast Um, yeah I I did like also when Tim is saying he can't go with them to Ypsilanti says I have to go to small claims court in the morning about a little bathroom issue (laughs) which is both funny that was good but then that also that that set up a poop joke that didn't get used where someone is like oh man I hope you you (laughs) should have flushed twice or something like that this
1: is a, a, a season of change and maturity they're yes they're leaving the poop jokes
0: on the table and, and and then we are picking them up so the show has gotten more mature and the <laughs> podcast
1: has gotten less mature which it, it certainly has we all could have seen that coming the other thing i, I maybe just call out Ypsilanti. um they call yeah. that out on the show
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah there's i feel like a fair amount of ipsilanti content in the past couple seasons of uh, of grunt work yeah, well, I mean, it's where I went to college, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess that's why. Home, you know, home of Landon's uh, theater school education. Okay, <laughs> I have one other thing that might get us sent to horny jail, but we need to discuss it. Okay, well, I'm ready to eat some pancakes. Okay, well, th- th- good, man. That's, you know, how how better to end one's day than with a big old plate <laughs> of pancakes? <laughs> so, there, Tim and Jill at the end of the episode are sitting there talking about how nice it is being in their 40s. Yeah.
1: And true. I saw Tim, it. I watched it with my own eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were there. Tim asks Jill how it was being married to a college kid for a couple weeks. And Jill goes, well, the sex <laughs> was a lot better. And <laughs> and again, and the horny police yeah. are uh, outside my window with tasers at the ready, so I'm going to be very careful about how I say this. <laughs> okay, but all right. as someone who was a male college student who mm. had sex with oh, women I know like one or two times— yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't think any woman in her 40s mm-hmm. is going to think that having sex with a man who has maybe only just started having sex and has not learned a lot of things about what yeah. sorts of things maybe are good for a woman to have happen to her during that. I don't it think that... <laughs> it was worse, but it was more frequent. Yeah, exactly that. And and over <laughs> faster, probably. Yeah. Um, I, I do. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there are different types of problems. That OK, yes. Uh, either over faster or it took like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and there was a lot of anxiety <laughs> and insecurity involved. I, 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 the, the cops, the cops are showing me they have a warrant. So we need to be careful with this. But <laughs> OK. All right. I, you know, I just I, I, you know, are you f- sure they're cops? <laughs> I, they're not just wait, they're
1: not just role playing let them into your place
0: oh oh yeah wait no the, I think I'm seeing I'm seeing like clasps on the sides of their pants these might be breakaway pants they, but then they, I, but but then that in itself will get me into horny jail anyway a- I just ask
1: what they want to do with their handcuffs
0: I'm not going to ask them anything
1: uh, <laughs> are they wearing chaps? I
0: know that it was just a goof to end the episode and it is a segue yep. into Tim making some joke about a sex ed teacher at the college that involves him lisping a lot and I don't like it but I I don't know I just I have to point out that I don't think Jill actually would enjoy having sex with a college student.
1: There it no. is. But you know what, Truman? I will give her this, which is I say a lot of things on this show for the sake of making a joke that I don't actually wish it happened in my life. So uh, I'm going to say maybe Jill was being funny.
0: Yeah, but but with the exception, though, of everything you've said about pancakes in the past couple months,
1: all of that you believe 100% and you live your life uh, by that. I live my life by the fact that I believe in a person's right to do it, not that I live by it through doing it myself.
0: Yes, but you. But when you say a person's right to do it, the person that you're referring to is you, and you, you know, you, you have, there, there's a whole lot of batter stored in your apartment, and
1: you're ready for the <laughs> day that you want to explore that. Maybe Jill was having better sex in college, and you're just assuming she was having sex with college students. Uh, Maybe she was having really good sex with, you know, slightly older but appropriately so consensual relations with, you know, um, older men. Really
0: narrow age window for that to be appropriate and not a creepy power imbalance. Uh, you know, I I really hope that it's not like, you know, a John Mahoney and Moonstruck situation. Um, <laughs> anyway... Just had to bring that up, just had to creepify us a little bit at the end of an already long episode.
1: Uh I'm glad you did. <laughs> because I don't know, it gives you, you, don't, just a, you don't a weird energy glad. to end on. Yep, yep, that's great. <laughs> Thank well you, that's Truman. I I'm going from this into my bed now. Yeah, so
0: Well well, you know, what, whatever whatever you do there and when whatever uh, breakfast pastries are involved is your <laughs> business. Uh yeah, so the blue. I already mentioned Pop Tarts. Ugh. And that's why and that's why you want them raw, because if the icing is hot, it's gonna be an Yep, they're breaking down my door. So uh <laughs> the bloops for the episode are just uh, you know, another another <laughs> shot at the bathroom thing falling apart. Yep. Um Yeah. Truman Landon. What did we learn from this episode? We learned from this episode that it's it's creepy when uh people of a certain age in a certain no, no, no. It's not. It's not creepy when people in their 40s hang out with people in their <laughs> okay. 20s. It's History creepy. Seven. It's creepy when professors who are actively assigning grades to students hang yeah. out with those students and do yes. dangerous, possibly illegal things with them. It's never good. And Tim nope. got way too lucky with this whole
1: thing. <laughs> that's what uh, I learned. Yeah. No, I think that's a great uh, a great summation of uh, the moral of this story.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna also yeah. say.
1: Syllabus, yeah. Syllabus is that the word? No, oh, I forgot about <laughs> the secret password. Um, no, that's not the syllabus. Chalkboard, I mean, that's board. not the word. Erasers. Uh,
0: final exam, no. midterms. Uh, carburetor, do you think Tim could muffler. Could
1: uh, do you think he's a good enough teacher to um, to take his skills elsewhere? A, a more um, I don't know uh, academic arena. Uh,
0: graduate school. Does he have the skills to go to graduate school or get tenure? Uh, does he? Could he go to Harvard and teach the auto shop class at Harvard?
1: Uh, do you think that auto repair is a topic that could be to- taught outside of the garage and somewhere a little more scholarly? Um, I, uh
0: Hogwarts, I guess. <laughs>
1: i mean they do have that kind of beat up car that they try that they fly to uh to hogwarts yeah but they don't Is have like a second
0: movie yeah it's the second movie i don't i don't think they have an auto shop class there i don't think there's like professor professor scrumble bumble the the mech tech
1: <laughs> here's how you use magic to get your volvo running again Woo oh lord um this this week's secret word was lyceum Lyceum, oh man, you keep doing other languages. uh <laughs> that's, that's an English I mean it derives from a Greek word, but it's an English word.
0: yeah any any word that's derived from another language is another language. therefore most of English is another language.
1: <laughs> um, I think that's it
0: for the episode. That's it. I think oh wait, except for one other thing. Oh, <gasps> what's that? uh, it's the grunt count and landon. oh yeah. how many yes. grunts did we have? in this
1: year episode. Oh boy. You know what? I, I'm gonna, I, I was sweating this a little bit earlier, uh, after watching the episode. Cause it's another situation where I feel like there's room for there to be grunts, yep. but I don't feel like there were any. So I'm going to say zero again. And I'm going to say, because there were actually two grunts in this
0: episode. What? When they're in the classroom and when Tim uh, realizes that they can actually go work on the car because he doesn't have to follow any curriculum and he makes the rules, Tim goes, "Ah, ah," as they run over to the cars. Not a third grunt. ah, ah. And the the male students then start grunting in solidarity. So I had to be careful and
1: rewind it and check. But, yeah, two grunts as they're running to work on the car. Wow. Wow well, indeed. This surprised me the way that the direction of the plot surprised you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A day full of surprises.
1: So I just like knowing after seven seasons the show can still surprise the both of us.
0: You know, it it, it keeps life spicy. Much like a <laughs> stack of pancakes on your bedside table,
1: apparently. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um Good lord, let's uh, end this. But uh, before we do that, got some got some announcements to make.
2: Ooh,
0: everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Everyone definitely still listening and not just going yep. to their next episode.
1: February twentieth, we're doing our next live show. Uh, live we, show. It's been it's been a hot second since we've, since we've done a live show. I think it was last season. So good lord, we're we're excited to come back um, Sunday, February twentieth. Uh, if you heard February thirteenth in a previous episode. The, the, ignore us totally Wizards. incorrect uh you know we wanted to test your skills to know whether if you knew when super bowl sunday was uh <laughs> february 20th <laughs> 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m eastern time this is going to be a special live episode in that anybody is uh invited to come and watch it live as we said uh on our discord so all you got to do is sign up for our discord join in the chat. If you want to prep yourself for this live episode, lots uh, of studying. 10 a.m., yes. 1 PM Eastern. And, um, what's going to make this a little special is that anybody could watch it, but if you want to hear it after the fact, you got to be a Patreon subscriber. So you can do that over at patreoncom slash Um, one other thing that makes this one special is that, uh, for the first time in grunt work history, we're going to watch something together. Live. You can watch uh the pilot episode of the not it's not a home improvement spin-off, but it's in the same home improvement universe. Uh the Dan Aykroyd starring Soul Man. Soul the pilot Man. Ep-
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're finally on <laughs> board. Soul's on, man. Give it up
1: we <laughs> This episode just (laughs) needs to end. Akron's on shows. Discord. uh, To get ready for our live show on February 20th. Uh, If you have any questions, we will answer them on our Discord channels, so head over there. Um, You can find the link to that on our website, on our social media, uh, Instagram or Twitter, or even in our weekly newsletter. So, let's end this episode by saying, Gruntwork is made possible by our patrons. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to help us create the show, consider becoming an official Grunthead sponsor over at patreon.com slash gruntworkpod, where for only a dollar you can get access to our entire Gruntwork night's Archive. Leave us a rating review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the easiest, fastest way to support us, and it goes a long way to help others find the show. Stop by to say hi to us on Twitter or Instagram at Pod, or visit our website at www.gruntworkpodcast.edu, where you can also find other information on today's episode and sign up for our weekly newsletter to be notified whenever a new episode is released. And until next week, when we bring you another episode of Home Improvement, I have been dr landon solano that's not true i'm not a doctor and i have been underpaid adjunct professor truman caps
0: and remember (laughs) if you're going to a mediocre state college most of the time you really don't have to do the reading so long as you show up to class and pay attention and honestly a lot of the time in my experience you don't even have to pay particularly close attention go ducks